0: what did we just watch amy
1: we just watched space sweepers 2021 available on netflix released exclusively on netflix Woo. it's a korean film yes about some space sweepers Da done done was, we did it podcast it. over <laughs>
0: roll credits
1: <laughs> this Tell is them about our patreon <laughs> this is our first take on it and, and it's and well, it's full of spoilers. Yeah, and, um, I I guess there are some things to spoil. Yeah, there's there's yeah, a couple there's things, things to spoil. To spoil, so and we will
0: spoil them. It's
1: still a new film, so if you want to go watch, watch it. it, spoil free, I, go I, I watch say it. Go watch it. It's a fun movie. I had fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I was entertained.
0: It's it's what I wanted it to be, which was uh, uh, goofy, fun, sci-fi, space
1: comedy kind of action action comedy. Yeah, yeah. More on the act, a little more yeah, action. Yeah,
0: a little more on the action, but like kind of like the goofy kind of action. Not yeah. like not cartoony goofy, but like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. right. Um, like you don't you don't ask too many questions about like how does any of this work?
1: <laughs> and there's. There's some comedic relief. They use the, the the child, she's kind of like a MacGuffin. Yes. Um they use her for, for some comic relief. relief. Yeah. And of course she's adorable. She's very cute. She's That's, very, she very was, cute. She was
0: too cute. Like that was her superpower.
1: Yeah. They might have yeah.
0: thought her superpower was something else, but it was being cute.
1: Saved <laughs> save the day, being too cute. Being
0: too dang cute.
1: So it's in the future, it's like twenty ninety two. Yeah. Um Earth is I would in a say bad spot, unlivable, but people still live on Earth, and of course, all of the rich people have gone up to space in a nice little space bubble. Yeah, with uh, you know,
0: yeah, that was like, honestly um, this is me- mega spoilers for the movie. Uh, the thing that took me out of the movie the most was when it was revealed that the evil guy had a plan to destroy most of the life on Earth, and everyone on the space bubble was like shocked and surprised.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you, you knew
0: what you were signing up for?
1: No, it's kind of like when white people are surprised to find out they've done something racist. Yeah,
0: I guess. It's <laughs> like, but like, you're already in like the 0.5% of the population who's in a livable, breathable atmosphere.
1: Yeah, so it's really easy to pretend things aren't so bad out yeah. there or that people deserve it or they did it to themselves. Yeah. It's very easy to reason away <laughs> why you're on the luxurious well, space bubble. In my mind, that's, like, why
0: why they didn't, like, immediately jump to rationalizing. It's like, well, of course that's going to happen. That's just, you know, that's natural selection or whatever. So the fact that they didn't jump to that was, guess, and they were shown as, as being unwilling to justify that, is what was taking me out of the moment. <laughs>
1: You jumped way ahead. I did. I I'm just sorry. Yeah, you were describing the you movie. You jumped so, to the end.
0: Yeah. Again, we were spoiling the heck out of this movie. Um, we we so, give you the warning for the fair reason. The rich
1: people went to, to nice space. space. And then the not rich people can also be in space, but they're doing menial jobs and the dangerous jobs. Yeah.
0: Collecting space debris.
1: Living in... in uh, I can't space, it, slums. Space, space slums. Space slums. Your your space station slums, yeah, and owned by
0: the company. You got to pay for everything. Company
1: town. The more you work, the more debt you go into because you accrue fines. Yeah, it's it's got a few things to say about class.
0: It does. It's not subtle about them.
1: It's not like it's not deep in like the deeper way that like Parasite (laughs) deals with class. (laughs) <laughs> but that kept coming to mind because I feel like the last couple of Korean films we've watched have had oh yeah a big like class component.
0: Yes, they to, have,
1: and I don't know if that's uh, just happens to be the Korean films we've we've seen. It probably just has to be with the.
0: I mean, it's probably a part stuff. of like where Korea's at too. Like, because yeah. I know speaking of Parasite, another great film you should go watch. Um, the director of that, Bong Joon Ho, said, "You know, I wasn't." planning i wasn't trying to make a movie with like big universal appeal this was a very very korean film like i'm dealing with very specific korean issues so um it just happens to be those issues do resonate in a lot of other places
1: well and of course it's just climate change and yeah we all kind of know that the rich people will go off to space or they're nice like elon
0: musk is literally trying to colonize mars instead of uh,
1: Jeff Bezos, Bezos. yeah, they're, they're both they're
0: colonizer buddies. They both
1: could be the bad guys in this film, yeah, very easily. <laughs> Living to be 150 years old
0: and still looking fresh,
1: um, except for like some creepy, like blood vessel yeah, things it's fine. happening. It's fine.
0: That's just because he's evil.
1: Anyways, we're in space. We're we we're falling a couple of uh, space seeper- sweepers. Yeah, a
0: ragtag um, bunch of space sweepers. You're,
1: yeah. Uh, not exactly a family on no. the ship. They're all... Yeah. They're a little disjointed.
0: Yeah, they don't really they're like all... each other. They work together well, but they don't yeah. like each other.
1: <laughs> they're just in it for the, the money. There's, yeah. Well, and there's not much money. It's scraping by. Yeah. It's that's, all you can get. That's mm-hmm. the... Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like, and they come across the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin! Of the film.
0: The cute little robot girl. Which is
1: a little little girl that we've been seeing news reports about who's actually a robot with a hydrogen bomb implanted Yeah, so her.
0: call the cops if you see the robot girl.
1: Yeah, Um very very dangerous. Acts, like, indistinguishable yeah, from a you human would, child. You would think
0: it was a human child if you didn't know it was secretly a robot girl with a bomb in her brain.
1: Yeah, so they find her and have to deal, like uh with what to do with her and then they decide they're gonna turn her in but collect a big reward mm-hmm. to do so and get into all kinds of adventures trying to turn her in and of course she just wins them oh over. yeah she's so
0: darn cute She's it's her superpower
1: her superpower she's so cute She's so
0: darn cute she draws pictures of everybody and they're very cute and also, she's full of nanites.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, like, you just don't think too hard. Yeah.
0: Well, about... I appreciated the movie not hiding the fact that she was full of nanites very early on. Mm-hmm. Like, it at least showed us, like, oh, she does have space magic. Uh, which is what I called it in all of my notes. <laughs> it's like space yeah. magic.
1: Yeah, that, that's and that's what, fine. basically... Yeah. That, that's how it was animated to look, yeah. the nanites coming out um, like it, it's like the nanites are just always in the air and when and they she's they around they sparkle yeah <laughs> that's how i yeah imagined it's a good, that's a good that's way of thinking about I imagined it. it
0: um so yeah we the audience see her space magic before the crew realizes that she has space magic nanites um and then big surprise it turns out she's not a robot She's not a robot, which I was questioning pretty early on when she was talking about being hungry or she ate that tomato, yeah, but also she had magic, so I wasn't well, sure she
1: sneezed do robots sneeze I don't know I, I don't know what the limits are of, unrealism uh, of, um, in, yeah yeah, how far it seems like robots are artificial intelligence mm-hmm. they're kind of there's a robot. That's part of the crew. Yeah. That's complete autonomy, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um and
0: yeah, so there's there's that balance of like we know AIs sort of exist and we don't we don't know exactly how like sentient they fall into. But yeah, robot sneezing seems unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then she wasn't a robot. She just had magic nanites in her, so that was okay. Um, And did not have a bomb in her brain. That was all propaganda by the bad guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As we got into the bad guys plan, it wasn't, well, it wasn't very original. No. But that's okay. I still still enjoy it. It
0: was, I mean, yeah, the bad guy plan was like genetics means that it's okay that everyone on the moon in the space base is white. They're pure and good.
1: Yeah, and it also tells that they're good people. Yeah, you can, yeah, tell, from you can your, tell their moral morality. <laughs> you can tell from their DNA what yeah. their character is like. Yeah. Um,
0: so very, very clearly coded like bad guy. Like there was not a lot of subtlety around that. And
1: wants to destroy the Earth completely mm-hmm. so they can move to Mars, which has been terraformed because of the technology the girl has yeah. in her. The nanites. Now, have made Mars...
0: Oh. Terraformable,
1: a giant space bubble. Yeah, not just the the little space bubble. And he doesn't
0: want to use anybody to use that power on Earth because then the wrong people would benefit from being well, able he to breathe. The corporation <laughs> wouldn't control everything. <laughs> <laughs> it would be
1: the human population. Gross. Would um, people be making decisions?
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean, the plot is straightforward for one of these movies. Not complex. Um, but it's really held up, I think, by the characterization. The the Motley crew, the little girl. Even like the scenery chewing bad guy, I think, was played well by
1: uh Richard Armitage. Yes Is who the, I looked I him don't up. Know. I he
0: played Thorin Oakenshield in the Hobbit trilogy. Um Thorin Oakenshield was the main character of the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, okay. You'd think it was Bilbo Baggins if you'd read the book, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> think wrong. It was Thorin Oakenshield, the most human-looking of the dwarves in the movie. Oh, okay. And it was all you know. the whole movie trilogy was apparently about like him getting revenge on Smaug.
1: Okay, cool. Well, I feel like for Space Sweepers, I mostly have to say ragtag bunch characters. You kind of know where it's going to go. They're going to fall in love with this cute little girl and want to mm-hmm. save her and save the day. But I felt emotionally invested in it. Yeah. I was very entertained. I felt like I took a complete arc by the the end of the film.
0: Yeah, no, I think, I think the, the film did a really good job of doing that. And little details like... Um, I didn't write down any of the characters' names. The pilot,
1: Taiho, I believe. Is. Uh,
0: yes, Taiho um, was the pilot. Like his not obsession with, but sort of the centralized nature of shoes to his personality. Like he had gotten, he had to give up his shoes at the very beginning of the movie, and I thought it was really clever that like the first time we see him again, it's as the pilot, we only see his feet in socks, mm-hmm. and so it's not immediately clear that's him. But it's kind of hinted at, and then it's revealed. Oh, it was him! That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then he gets fancy shoes by the end, and that's important. But yeah. like, but those little like it was character driven arcs. It wasn't just like I compared to some other movies we've seen recently, Godzilla vs. Kong being the most recent.
1: Because that you hold up. As, no, I'm not. I, as I'm, I'm saying an example. Of?
0: Of not being character-driven at all. Yeah. Like, it, that movie exists to have the big monkey fight the lizard.
1: Big monkey is not a character? No! Like a lizard, not a character? No,
0: they tried, but no. Oh. Um But this, all of the characters had arcs and had unique personalities and were fun to be around.
1: Yes, and also, they, I enjoyed getting to know the characters before knowing their backstories. Yes. The backstories just, like, enhanced it, but even if I hadn't known... It wouldn't
0: Yeah, um, the backstories clearly informed the characters, but it was not necessary for me to like them.
1: Yeah, you don't you don't really find out the backstories until kind of the second half mm-hmm. of the film.
0: Yeah. At which point you go,
1: Oh And that just you know, enriches it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, because they were really well done before then, um, of the four yeah, four main characters, including Bub the robot. Yeah, no, I don't have a lot of notes. Like, I wrote down stuff. I did write, um, I think I would prefer watching the TV show version of this. Mm. Um, Not in the sense that, like, this wasn't fun and enjoyable, but, like, because I liked the characters and I enjoyed the world of it so much. I wanted
1: to see them. I wanted to,
0: like, hang out with them for a while. Like, give me 24 episodes of them going on Space Sweeper adventures. Yeah, I
1: was thinking of that at the end. It's like, this feels like it could have a sequel. Because I just want to keep getting to know the the characters. Because they all seem, like... Really gruff, hard to get to know people. Mm-hmm. They're they're so you know closed hard, hardened, off, hardened, yeah. closed off. You know you don't want to keep people close so you get hurt. This is a really hard life, mm-hmm. and so to then kind of see their personalities come out a little bit more and their interactions with each other, I would I would watch this TV show. Yeah,
0: that's that's really what I was thinking. And and I, I mentioned before we started watching this when it was on the list. That I had seen someone call it, like, Firefly, but without Joss Whedon and some of the baggage that that comes along with. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, like, definitely something I was thinking about. Like, if you don't look very closely, the broad arc of this movie is very similar to the broad arc of Serenity, the Firefly Mm -hmm. movie, um, which is not a dig on this movie by any means. Um, And it's not like... Joss Whedon invented space westerns. Those have been around for no. much longer. He was pulling from other sources as well, so it's not like a ripoff. But it hit a lot of those same fun moments that those film that film and those TV shows had accomplished.
1: Those little moments of yeah. longevity. Where you feel like you're part of the crew, too. Yeah. like it's you like could just a hang out with like
0: this crew. You could be a
1: part of... Yeah.
0: I don't know what they would have me do. Maybe the chef. I'll be the... This, this, crew chef
1: (laughs) sure yeah
0: but yeah you felt like you could hang out with them or be with them Uh, oh just a moment that made me laugh was the duct tape on the helmet when they were disguising themselves
1: Well, you couldn't see through the helmet with that duct tape. Well,
0: he had the little slot in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And that was...
1: He was hiding his face, so you would... Yeah,
0: it was a great disguise. It made me laugh, and it was very much of the character and the place. It fit very well. Just a good example of how the humorous moments were influenced by everything else that was going on. It was very lived in as a universe. Um, i also do think this is something i wanted to mention that i think is really interesting was the use of language
1: in the film yeah i was also paying attention to that
0: Um, because it was a korean film you know it was a primarily korean cast korean creative team Um, but much of the secondary cast spoke other languages Mm -hmm. Um, there was english there was french i noticed there was a A Creole dialect,
1: perhaps? Yeah. I wasn't
0: sure exactly what he was... What kind? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it
1: was...
0: Because it was was close close enough to English that I could understand a lot of it, but far enough away that they subtitled it.
1: Yeah, because at first I thought they were subtitling it because of his accent, and then I realized he was saying different words because it was...
0: um, A dialect, yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it was Creole, but yeah. It it certainly had a French infusion.
1: Uh, well, there are many, kind of like. Oh, yeah. In English. Is, is Pigden?
0: Pig. Piggin? Piggin?
1: I don't think it's Pigeon. I don't think it's Pigeon.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we can talk about the influence so of which, colonialism which on language.
1: Um, but they all. <laughs> Well, they they went in and out of their language and English to some extent, but largely they all kind of... Well, they all had translators. Yeah, it was
0: established very early years. on that everybody had a translator.
1: Kind of like Star Trek. You yeah,
0: know, just, you just wave it. But instead of doing what Star Trek does, which is like, oh, we've all got a universal translator and we everybody all Everybody speaks
1: English. Everybody
0: speaks English. They did their really cool thing of having everybody speak their own language and just subtitle it, which was... Yeah. A cool way to show what this community looked like and that, you know, you had this wide range of people sort of at the the bottom of the class strata. It was
1: global. It was. It was was global. Global like poverty.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, the people who, who this was their only option in most cases and they were kind of scrabbling against each other, trying to, to make ends meet to get out of debt. Um, but then that played really well. And then also like fed into the moment towards the end where the space sweepers were like, yes, we're going to team up together and, and fight the bad guy. Um, so I think, and that's something I've not seen in a science fiction movie before that I can think of. Like I've think, like I've seen star Trek and similar things where they're like, Oh, there's a universal translator or, um, hitchhiker's guide uses the babble fish but everything is to us the audience in one language we rarely if ever hear anything outside of that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that was a real cool sci-fi way to to deal with it because it definitely it it brought to mind um well a lot of good sci-fi uh stories like the expanse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reminded um, of the expanse a lot in this. Yeah, of, of the the class structure mm-hmm. as it is, and being in space, water and air are very precious. Yeah. Um, and expensive. And expensive. Although they don't, they have the the asteroid language, the, the Belter, the Belter, the Belter dialect, Belter language, and then yeah, English. Uh, I thought of the book Station Eleven mostly because it has a space elevator. I think it's Station Eleven. It's
0: not Station Eleven. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Station Eleven's the post-apocalyptic theater troupe.
1: Oh, I get that mixed up with another one that's about a space elevator. <laughs> Never mind. This is a really fun conversation.
0: Yeah, Station Eleven is... is. I
1: read that one, too. Is
0: a very I, good book. Um, not reminded me of this at all. <laughs>
1: just, I, I thought of that many times during the pandemic. The Shakespeare troupe that goes around and... After yeah. you know, the apocalypse. And, okay, and never mind.
0: <laughs> uh, now I'm wondering what book you're thinking of with a space elevator.
1: Oh uh, well, I'll figure it out later. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll include it before or after the podcast Ooh. one day, and so you'll know. You'll
0: know if you're a secret podcast <laughs> listener. <laughs> you'll
1: know what book it.
0: I don't have a lot other than to say that. Other than I enjoyed it. It was was a good space blockbuster, which I feel like we don't get enough of.
1: And that are good and not stupid. And and really don't have a lot of story holes. I think the space junk thing... I can't think about it too much because I know the space junk, it's like tiny little particles that are moving faster <laughs> than like a bullet. Yeah. And that would just eat those ships alive. Yeah.
0: Like the space junk is a real problem Like yes. that we are creating, um, not helped by Elon Musk's Starlink program, where he's shooting up dozens of tiny satellites in low Earth orbit.
1: Well, I mean, Elon Musk doesn't help anything. That's true. That's just his impact. I'm just
0: pointing out that uh, Elon Musk is making space junk worse, and he's making astronomy worse with his space junk. Um,
1: I mean, those are yeah. like things I thought about, because I think we just watched a Sideshow video recently on space junk. We just watched something yeah. recently on, on space junk.
0: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a growing problem. We know about it, and we don't really have a solution for it. So I think the idea of a space sweeper as a, you know menial quote-unquote job arguably not menial incredibly dangerous and should be paid much better than it is in this film um was was an interesting way of of addressing that challenge um i thought that was neat Mm -hmm. um and then yeah a lot of the tech is very hand wavy nanite powered plants
1: i'm not clear why sullivan the bad guy wanted was still wanted the child after she'd been.
0: Yeah, he wanted um, to kill her.
1: Yeah, but he had the hydrogen bomb in mm. the big space station that was going to plummet to Earth. Like, that yeah. was going to go off and destroy Earth. Yes. So she couldn't go down and terraform <laughs> Earth at that point.
0: That's a good point. So Not something I, had, I thought about, but
1: yeah. No, I was really. Let that go. I mean, he's just a, you know, e- he's, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um,. It's overly focused.
0: I did just look. This is a $22 million budget, which is minuscule for a movie like this.
1: With all the animation. I'm really
0: impressed that they did that on $22 million. Technically, they did it on um, $24 billion
1: $24 billion? Korean. Oh, a different, different currency. Won? I don't know what that currency, what Korean currency is. I
0: think it's the won. W-A-N? No, it's yen in, chi- j- in yen Japan. in Japan, yuan in China. I think it's Y?: right. Not not important right now, um, but roughly twenty-two million dollars, which is like that used to be a mid-budget film. That is a low-budget film. Yeah.
1: Well, like we just saw that the Lord of the Rings oh, TV God. show is spending a half a billion dollars on, on the, the first,
0: first season. season. Which is ridiculous, especially if they're paying half of that towards the, licensing the, fees. Yeah, the estate. Yeah, I could I could talk about the low opinion I have of the J.R.R. Tolkien estate, but I won't. that's
1: important. a different podcast. It's a different podcast. So, anyways, that was meandering. It was fun. We like it. We recommend. Fun watch.
0: One thing I did want to mention that I think is fascinating is there is a webtoon which is a particular brand of webcomic um that is the same story but told by different creatives that you can read on the internet like officially licensed
1: okay i was like is it part of
0: it's it's they use the they use the term in the press release i was reading like space sweeper cinematic universe but it's like a parallel chronology Mm -hmm. like the same characters on the same adventure but told differently um Not just in format, but, like, the actual story elements are different. It's
1: always cool when you have a multimedia um, connection between
0: Uh,
1: books and films. Yeah,
0: so it's not an adaptation of it, because it was created, I think, like, simultaneously or similar time frames. Um, I think the term Webtoon is silly. Webcomic is much less silly for reasons that are not important right now. (laughs) Webtoon is also, I think, like, branded... Um, and it's a it's a format that is like started in Korea in the mm-hmm. same way that you know you can point to manga starting in anime in Japan in a lot of ways. It's of course always much more complicated than that, and influences don't stop at country borders. Um, but yeah, I thought that was neat, and so you can go That's, read that too if you yeah. want to experience the story in a slightly different way. That's cool. Yeah, I don't got, I don't got much else. You got much else?
1: No, it's kind of like. Um, good movies.
0: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. There's there's a point when a movie becomes like a masterpiece that I can talk about it all. lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: time somewhere between masterpiece and cats.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hard
1: to talk a
0: lot. Yeah, well, about. It's, it's like a bell curve or an inverse <laughs> yeah. bell curve. The more mediocre it is, the less we talk about it. If it's on either side of that, we can get a little bit higher up. Um, I will say the speaking of special effects, the space fights were real solid. Yeah. I was impressed. They
1: were clear as to what was happening and who was who.
0: Yeah, and and you get a few of them. That the movie, you get the first one. They're hauling the the car in the very first beginning, you know, segment. Uh, and they also did. They were a step up from for lack of a better reference, Star Trek, Star Wars, which is like, all space is a 2D plane and all the ships just face each other and shoot lasers. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can forgive Star Trek a little bit cause it's not a space fight show. Star Wars, I get a little mad at like, you know, just all of the same. Okay, fine. Um, uh, it felt like it was happening in three dimensional space. Um, which, is hard to do and even harder to do and still be able to keep your bearings as a viewer and understand the relational space between things. And watching Bub frickin' throw that harpoon between spaceships and just swinging around and blowing things up. That was great. I loved that.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize that Bub could just like take herself without... Just with a harpoon? Like, yes. she was just hopping from one spaceship to another. <laughs> it's the benefit without, like, of being um, an android. I, the, the shooty things that come out of your boots.
0: Like jet, boots. Like jet... Yeah. <laughs> no jet boots. Just just hopping.
1: And Physics. Yeah, Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> and got back safely to her home ship. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Uh, it looked awesome, and that was enough.
1: <laughs> and it was, yeah, cool way to tie in the the space sweep sweeper like you see it in the beginning with yeah, like them going after grabbing. ships and that's the way they get the junk is they harpoon it yeah kind
0: of which gives them, them a leg up on a lot of the other space sweepers who don't have that you know capability of having androids down on the outside of their ship <laughs> i think it was implied that she had like i may just be head canning this she had like magno feet
1: Okay, but that's not jet propulsion boots. Well, no,
0: but that's what allowed her to stick on the on the.
1: Yeah, yeah, but she hopped.
0: <laughs> she did. She hopped. In she space. jumped
1: <laughs> from ship to ship. Yeah, robots <laughs> without a propulsion system. Her legs. She jumped. Okay.
0: <laughs> now think about it too hard.
1: Yeah. It looked cool. Watch.
0: It was real cool. Spearing, space fishing, spearing ships. Um, I think UV tattoos are a real dumb idea if you're in a secret society.
1: They're really easy to see. (laughs) It's not hard to get a UV light. No!
0: I found that real goofy. And, like, they didn't work. Like, it was a secret from almost no one that they had these tattoos because of that very reason. Yeah. It didn't
1: work. Yeah,
0: And don't put it on your forehead for, like...
1: Hide like, it a little hide bit, it a like little like bit better. Somewhere.
0: <laughs> Put in the smallest amount of well, effort. I,
1: I mean, this. I don't care. I don't. Uh, care. No, this I don't care about any of this. this I'm just laughing movie. at it. I' Just yeah. thinking about what a bad idea in general it is. to Be part of a secret society where you carry the mark. You mark yeah, yourself. Yes, that's a them. bad.
0: That's not a secret <laughs> society anymore. <laughs> that's just a society.
1: It's a too easy to identify you as part
0: of. Yeah, that. that's that's bad um information security when you're just. Let me just get a permanent tattoo indicating yeah, that I'm a I, member I of this organization. I understand how it
1: helps other people in the organization as long as no one outside of the organization ever learns of what you're.
0: Yeah, that's a bad is. plan.
1: <laughs> so, just in general, um, just don't don't, don't, don't do tattoo that, your membership um, if you are a, a part of a secret organization. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now if you're a part of a non-secret organization like the Death Eaters, though, um, though they wanted you to know, and so that's a great reason yeah. to have a tattoo.
1: Yeah, that was the part of the intimidation yeah. factor.
0: But not if you're in a secret society.
1: Yeah, yeah. but it, I, I mean, it didn't. It didn't bother <laughs> no. me. It was
0: a fun movie. It was, it
1: was fun. I, I like. I, was I like not fun
0: it. sci-fi action adventure comedy movies. Or
1: you just, you like just, You're people? on for the ride. Mm-hmm. You like, like the characters
0: the story works it's fun yeah i want to i want to see other stuff by this creative team if they if they can do this with you know 22 million dollars yeah
1: i don't know them because i know almost nothing about korean cinema
0: i have heard of a werewolf boy which was one of his last movies i didn't want to see it because it was about a werewolf boy I'm not a big fan of supernatural romance in a, as a general principle.
1: Oh, well, you didn't say it was a romance. Oh,
0: well, sorry. I was looking at the poster. I don't yes. know that it was a uh, a romance, but tell me a movie called Werewolf Boy isn't a romance uh, that looks the, like the that. The
1: poster does. It's a man and a woman. Embracing. Embracing, looking off into the distance. Yeah. Apprehensively.
0: Yeah, he may not even be a real werewolf. It could be a metaphor. It but... could
1: be. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say about Space Weepers. Watch the movie. It's fun. Yeah, you good movie. tell people about our Patreon? Yeah, we got a
0: Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash five degrees and you can give us a dollar per episode and that will help us make even more of this. Pay for our hosting and our subscriptions and Amy's got a look on her face like she's thinking of things. I
1: think I might remember what the name of that novel is. Oh, so keep, good keep, luck, good keep, luck. I'll
0: keep, I'll keep, keep. chilling. Uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash five degrees is where you can support us on a per episode basis. Uh, anything you give will make a big difference in our ability to continue making this podcast. We appreciate it. The podcast itself will of course always be free as podcasts should be, but if you want to be, uh, someone who stands out from the pack and does something different, you could try supporting a free thing, pay for something for free. And, uh, you could do that with a Patreon. Uh, There are two perks, count them, two. Uh, Number one, you get double unedited episodes, which is to say everything from the moment the microphone turns off, or on to the moment the microphone turns off. Do you want that? I don't know, but you get it anyway. Uh, Usually it's a couple minutes of extra bonus of us talking to our cat. Uh, that's, That's a thing you get. You also get a list of movies we did not watch in any given episode. Uh, more often than not, we choose a movie by looking at a list of films I give Amy five to pick from, and then she picks one, and then the stress is about picking the wrong one, Yeah. Uh, but it was always the right one, because that's my secret cap, is they're all the right one. <laughs> um, but you can find out what movies we I didn't watch.
1: Have to keep testing you. <laughs> that's,
0: uh... The one time, I'm going to go, no, that was the wrong choice.
1: I didn't want really, to that. I
0: really wanted to watch this other movie. Like, I wouldn't just tell you that. <laughs> Uh, But you can see what movies we didn't watch, and sometimes they come back around. Space Sweepers has been on the list before, Mm -hmm. so if you were supporting us on Patreon, you would have said, hey, I recognize when that movie was on the list before. I didn't watch it, because there's a lot of movies to watch, but I remember it. Um, Or you can watch them all, and then get a head jump start on us, although you'll be then watching like five times as many movies as we are, which, good on ya. I I wish I had the time to watch that many movies. I watch a lot of movies anyway, but...
1: Well, we don't have children, so. That helps. That's, that's the key
0: That's a That's a big, is. big part of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, please support us on Patreon if you feel like it. You can also support us in other ways by telling your friends about us, by posting about it on social media, I guess. You can tell people to visit our website, 5 us. You can leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app, or you can just keep listening because that's support in and of itself. I think I covered all the things. Did Amy find the novel? I did. What was I the, did. What was the book? And
1: there's a very clear re- reason I get it mixed up with Station Eleven. Yeah, it's because it's called Central Station.
0: Oh, did you read Central Station? Mm-hmm.
1: It's. I, I checked remember. it out of
0: the library, and then never got around to reading it.
1: Well, I've I've read it, and I just remember it was set in Tel Aviv, and it was mm-hmm. a space elevator in the middle yeah. of Tel Aviv that went up to a a, a big an space orbiting station. platform. Yeah, that's what I remember, and that. Similar is, name, similar name. Uh, why I confuse the two, because yeah. they have a similar, similar Very name. similar name. But the space elevator made me think of yeah. the novel Central Station, which won a bunch of awards. Yeah, no,
0: that's that's why I checked it out from the library that one time. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've heard this is really good. I should check it out. And then, like I do with about half the books, check out the library. I didn't get
1: it. That's the beauty of the library. Yeah, you just take and it back. Check 'em check them back out. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's awesome.
0: Uh, all right that was all everything about our patreon thank you for your support thank you for listening thank you say good night amy
1: good night amy